today. Amen. Look somebody eyeball to eyeball. Tell them you can't lose with the stuff I use. Amen. Word. By the time you guys go out of here, we want to burn that in you. Not word. You can't lose with the stuff I use. Boom. Yeah. Now you've been positioned by God to win or succeed in every given situation in life. You're positioned by God. You, you know, a lot of times I think we get really worried about the position we're in. Look at the, look at the economy. Look, look, look at where I'm at at work. Look where I'm at in this relationship. Listen, position, God will direct. Disposition, that's your job. Okay? The steps of a good man are ordered of God. He's going to move you. He's going to direct you. He's going to open doors. You've got to walk in obedience. But your, your main thing is, get, is getting control of what's going on inside. He'll deal with what's going on outside. You've you got to get it going on the inside. You, that's got to be your primary focus. You can't be all worried about what's going on on Wall Street. You better be worried about what's going on on Heart Street. Okay? Before you need a real bailout program. Hello? You know, you're going to be in, you're be in a lot of trouble. You can, have, you can have all kinds of money and be separated from God. Yeah, but I'm, I'm working on my house. It ain't your house anyways. I'm building my retirement. Good luck with that. We'll do the Dr. Phil. How's that working for you? Getting a lot of rest at night? Hello, somebody. It's, it's time to reconnect your heart to God. Listen, you can't lose with the stuff I use. Okay? Can't lose. Can't lose. Some of you guys, you, you need to start using the stuff you got. L listen to what David said. Uh, Psalms 119, I'm just going to pick out a few. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied are the undefiled, the upright, the truly sincere, the blameless. Happy, fortunate, fortunate. What's that mean? He got fortune to be envied. That people look at your life and say, man, man, I wish I had what he had. Blessed, positioned to win or succeed in every given situation is the truly sincere. Well, I don't see no blessing. Well, you're not real sincere. You got a jacked up heart. Don't shout me down just because I'm preaching good. You, you, you let stuff pull you away from God. You, you don't, you're not looking to God as your source, your strength, your hope, your victory, your song. Oh, you mouth it in here, but out there, you know, at, at night when you're lay on, lying on your bed, your mind's not on trusting God. Your mind's on, oh, my God. And God's telling us, come on now, come up in here and trust me. Things outside are going to get scary, but inside the shadow of the Almighty. Come on, you'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. Position to win or succeed. It won't matter what's going on around you. The storm will no longer bother you when you find the safety and security of his presence in your life. Look at somebody say, you can't use with the stuff I, you can't lose with the stuff I use. Listen, blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied are those who keep 
his testimonies and in, who seek, inquire for, and of him and crave him with a whole heart. What are you hungry for? What, what are you in pursuit of? Well, I just don't see that blessing, Pastor. You, you keep talking about the blessing. I don't see it on my life. What are you after? What are you pursuing? You go after God. He said, you'll be blessed. You go after God, you're going to be blessed. You cannot lose with the stuff I use. You got Jesus saying, I came down here. I, sh- I walked this planet. I showed you how to handle this mess. Come on, guys. I know it's stirring out there. That's good. You, you know, we, we're one of the most blessed nations, uh, you know, in the history of mankind. No, we're in great crisis right now. That's right, because, you know, with the three cars and the two boats and the, and the couple of houses, you know, we, we're, things are looking scary. If I'm not real careful, I'm going to have to cut back to four lattes a week. Come on now, where's your heart at? God's saying, you pursue me, you will be blessed. Pursue me, pursue me. Listen to this. Again, just picking some out. Oh that, oh, that my ways were directed and established to observe your statutes, hearing, receiving, loving, and obeying them. Then I would not be put to shame by failing to inherit your promises. I think David had some stuff together right here, guys. Oh, that my ways were directed and established to observe your statute, your word. If I could just hear it, receive it, love it, and obey it, then I'd never be disappointed. I'd never miss out on inheriting your promises. Well, where's the promise of God? Where's your heart at? Look, look at somebody tell them you can't, you can't lose with the stuff I use. Well, how does a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed and keeping watch in himself according to your word. Getting back to your word, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not wander off the trail. What's your heart wrapped around? Is it wrapped around increase? Is it wrapped around trying to get your hand on a little bit more money? Is it wrapped around? What, what's it wrapped around? Heart, all through the Bible, thoughts and feelings. What you thinking about in the middle of the night? Where, where's your heart? God said, if your heart was after me, you'd be blessed. Get, if your heart ain't there, get it there. Come on, God, just, just get it there. Look at, look at somebody say, you better get it there. You know, it, it's, the, it's the stewardship test. Life is a stewardship test. This is not a life you own. This is a life on loan. And you have to do with the life God's given you what God's asked you to do with that life. Because if you did what you want, you, then you wouldn't be a steward. You'd be an owner. And you have the right to own your life. You also have the right to steward it. You can say this is mine. All right. That's yours. That's your life. Go ahead. Let's, let's watch you build now. Or you can say, you know what, God, everything I have, I empty it out, I receive from you. Now I'm going to steward this thing according to your word. 
And that life will be blessed. I said, that life will be blessed. Hallelujah. You can't lose with the stuff I use. You got to get this thing burning in you because the wind's beginning to blow. Stuff's starting to shake all around you. What's making your choices for you? What, what's, what's dictating your steps? The state of the economy? Price of gas? They don't even know what to do with it. One day it's four bucks a gallon. The next day it's three. Everybody's in a good mood on the $3. You know, what, you know what's really weird? Everybody's in great mood. Have you seen the price of gas? I thought that didn't move you. Come on, we got to get our heart wrapped around God. Amen? Check it out. James 1, 19. Let's just go right to the Amplified. James 1, 19. Understand this. Guys, understand this. Let it be quick to hear, slow to speak. Oh, that's going to be hard. Because we always got something to say. We always got something to say. And God said, hey, guys, listen. Get, get this. Be, slow down to hear. Don't, don't be talking. Be listening. Slow to take offense, slow to get angry. Don't get upset or offended because your offense ain't going to produce God's result. You got some junk to deal with, something to get rid of, but you got some jewels to make room for. So understand this, my beloved. You're going to have to change the way you're talking, so be silent for a little bit and start listening. Start listening. Look, look at the next verse. Your anger does not promote the righteousness of God, his wishes, and what he requires. That frustration is coming to rip from your grip what God wants to put in your hand. Welcome the word. Look, look at verse 21. Get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. King James is cool right there. It says the superfluity of naughtiness. That's just kind of fun to say. Let your neighbor say superfluity of naughtiness. Get rid of that uncleanness, that wickedness, and in a humble spirit, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your heart contains the power to, oh, li listen, receive with meekness the engrafted word of God. Receive and welcome the word which implanted in your heart contains the power to change you to save your soul your soul is the way you think the way you feel the way you make your choices god's word has the power to change the way you think the way you feel and the way you make your choices but you got to shut up long enough to let that word get wrapped around your heart hello his word his word has the power to change you well i need god to change the environment no you need god to change you and then he'll thrust you out into the environment and you'll make a big difference there. But we got to get changed on the inside. You know what I see on a lot of believers? It, it, it's a cloak of indifference. It's like, we don't care. 
If it, don't, if it doesn't affect me personally, directly, it don't matter then. We just don't care. We, we got it so easy. Like, like I kind of re- related to earlier, we, we, got it, we, got it, we, are, we have it so easy that, we, you know, we're, we're in crisis. If we're in crisis, then we're living like a bunch of ignorant people. If you're in crisis and you're still running around doing what, you, you know, lifestyle hasn't changed, that's not crisis. That's bad hair day. Hello? That's just, that's just moody. Look at your neighbor and say, I know some moody people. <laughs> we've got to be changed. I said, we've got to be changed. We've got to be changed. His word has the power to change you from the inside out. His word has the power to change you. Well, how do I do it? Look at 22. Be a doer of the word. Obey the message. Obey the message. Obey the message. Don't just be merely listening to it, betraying yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. See, I know this is old and most of us can quote these scriptures, but the fact is, is it describes an awful lot of us. We have deceived ourselves into a deception by reasoning that is not in agreement with God's system of logic. Come on, guys. Hey, if you were deceived, would you want somebody to tell you? Now, be careful. Because you, 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 might, you might say, yeah, I really would. Really? You know, when, when a wife asks her husband, do I look fat? Does she really want an answer? <laughs> Hello? Do you really want to know? If, if, if I'm looking like an idiot, do I really want to know or would I like to find out later? I don't think you want to find out later. I think you need to find out now. See, politicians right now, it, you know, turn on the TV, turn on the radio, go outside, just turn everything off and drive down the street, and they're still trying to get a message across, and they'll tell you anything you want to hear. But I don't need your vote. So I'm just going to tell you the truth. Don't think that everybody else in the room really needs this message. Because we brought you here today specifically <laughs> to talk to, about the deception going on in your world. It is a reasoning contrary to the truth. If it don't line up with that word, that's why you're messed up. If you actually think that Wall Street is going to impact your future and you're upset about that? Where is God in your world vision? If we would be as moved by the lack of God in others' lives that just as we are by the shifting of, of that situation, you know, we, we, Wall Street's got all kinds of people messed up. Get saved. Well, you, you don't think we should have any money? I didn't say that. I said you shouldn't be so upset. 
You have the same right to use the, the, the power of multiplication that anybody else does, but at the end of the day, God's still your source. I said, God's still your source. Then if you should have had 100, but now you got 10, well, now you got 10. God can bless 10 just like he can bless 100. But your reasoning needs to be lined up with the truth, not with anything else. Be a doer of the word. Look at 23. If anyone only listens to the word without obeying it, being a doer, he's like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in the mirror. Then he wanders off, you know, down to verse 24. He wanders off and he forgets who he is. Have you forgotten who you are? You can't lose with the stuff we use. Don't forget who we are. We are children of a most high God. We're in covenant relationship. With God himself. When, when Goliath was screaming, you, you know, at David's family and, and brothers and nation, David remembered, wait a minute, I got a covenant with that God that you're defiling. Don't forget who you are. Don't be a forgetful hearer. Start doing this what you can't. Lose with the stuff we use, but you got to use what you got. Don't forget. I said, don't forget who you are. Verse 25. He who looks carefully into the faultless law, faultless law. There ain't nothing wrong with this. It ain't working in my life. No, you ain't working it in your life. Key word being work. I know I said a four-letter word in church. Look at that. The law of liberty. You know what's crazy, and I don't want to get off too far here because I'll go way off on this thing, but, you know, Jewish law brought with it a yoke of bondage. This law is a law of liberty. And, guys, it's in Christ, liberty is a law. Make sure you wrap your brain around this. In Christ, liberty is a, it's like gravity. I don't care whether you believe in gravity or not. We'll push you off the roof and you'll be a believer in just a moment. You get in Christ, liberty is a law. One of the greatest strategies the enemy has ever used against the people of God is to get them under the impression that they've got to walk in the yoke of bondage. No, I don't. No, I, no, I do not. I do not have to do anything that God don't tell me to do. And the fact of the matter is I don't have to do anything God tells me to. I choose to. Why? Because in Christ, liberty is a law. Anytime I feel the press of bondage coming on my life, I realize I'm getting out of Christ. I'm going over there on my flesh. Hello? If you look carefully into this faultless law and you are faithful to it, you persevere into looking in it and don't, don't be a heedless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys. Look at this. Those next, first four, those next four words are crazy. He shall be blessed. Wait a minute. David said, blessed is the man that's upright. Well, if you 
get in the Word and look at it and do it, then you're going to be upright. If you're upright, you're going to be blessed. Position to win or succeed in any given situation. Hello? If you get in there and be an active do an active doer, an active doer, an active doer, do you realize that action is the true sign, the true measuring stick of commitment? People tell us all the time, all the time. I, I probably shouldn't mention this. Okay, never mind. Oh, come on, tell me. Tell me. Isn't that crazy how you want some dirt? People, people that come up and say, you know what, man, God's just laid it on our heart. We are really, we are, we are making covenant with you. We are committed to you. We usually help them pack that afternoon. You, you know, your greatest satanic opposition always comes after your freshest revelation. So it's like you finally get something. You're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in covenant. Well, all that means is that you're gonna come under pressure. You know, you know, it's like a tea bag with without a tag. You don't know what's in there until it gets in hot water, right? You put it in hot water, and then we find out what's in that bag, right? Uh, here comes hot water, and we find out, oh, that, that just wasn't licorice spice there, was it? <laughs> Action, participation is the sign of commitment. You know what he's saying here? If you'd get committed to God's word, you would be blessed. Oh, and he shall be blessed in his doing. You, you know, you know. literally, it, you go back to the original text of this, it says that whatever he does, because remember, what he does is directed by the word, then whatever he does prospers. Now, you got to understand something. If you're doing the word, the word's going to do you good. You can't lose with the stuff we use. Look at somebody and tell them, you can't lose. You can't lose. Come on now, do the word. He shall be. Shall be, not might be. He shall be. Shall be. Hi, honey. You guys might have to bow your head and close your eyes just a minute. I did the word. I got blessed. Shall be, shall be coming around. John thirteen seventeen. Got to keep moving. John thirteen seventeen. Check this out. If you know these things, blessed and happy and to be envied are you if you do them. Yeah, I, I, like, I like that, really do them too. <laughs> if, if you do the, knowing God's will, nice. Doing God's will, blessed. There's a huge difference between nice and blessed. And I would challenge you to go do a real word study on the word nice find the root and where that word came from and how it originated. I mean, go back and study the word nice. It'll mess up your head. 
if you know these things, you'd be blessed if you do them. But you are frustrated to no end if you know them and don't. You know how many frustrated believers we run into on a, you know, every day. Every day, people who don't go here. <laughs> let, let me clarify. Let me clarify. This is, this is the truth, though. People who people are not part of us call for help. Frustrated believers, angry, angry, upset. You, you know what's weird is if, if you preach on, on lying, the only people who get mad are liars. Hello? You know, come on now. You, you don't get upset, do you, if I'm preaching against lying? If you do, stop your lying. <laughs> you know, you, if you're preaching, you know, against I don't know, throw something out there, just anything. The only people to get upset are the people who are doing it. And they get all frustrated, and pretty soon they're offended. Then they're, then they're, they're not only offended by the word, but pretty soon they get offended by the guy who shared that word. Don't get mad at me because the Bible says to do it, and I told you, gee whiz. Should have just left you ignorant. That would have been nice. <laughs> Do you realize that the root of, uh, of nice comes from the same word we get ignorant from? Because a lot of times we'd rather remain ignorant because we don't think the truth is nice. Just thought I'd jack it and change the tire there for a minute. Okay. If you know these things and really do them, look at this, Psalms 1. Psalms 1, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, enviable. That ought to be your definition. Don't you want that? i just take that part. I'd like to be blessed, happy, fortunate. That is, that is overwhelmed with favor. Fortunate. He's so fortunate. Guys, do you understand? Hear me. We can walk through hell and come out smelling like a rose. Done it. A lot of you have too. Been through all kinds of junk that should have wiped you out. Here you are. Fortunate. Overwhelmed with favor. Overwhelmed with favor. God's favor on your life. God's hand resting upon your life for good. Well, act like you believe it. Blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, prosperous. I like that word. All that word means is that you rise to the required level. You can actually do what God's called you and created you to do because prosperity will force you to rise. Enviable. Not like, not like people are jealous. It's just like they wish they could get positioned like you're positioned. Well, they can it's an attraction. Let me ask them. You got people in your world who know you, who work with you, who just wish they had the relationship with God that you do. Can they see the favor of God on your life? Do they recognize that when you go through hardship, 
Oh, there might be days the smile's gone, but the joy's still there. And, and they, they, they know that at the end of the day, you're going to be better off than you were at the beginning. You, guys, you cannot lose with the stuff I use. This is you. We're talking about you. I'm talking about your statement. I'm telling you, you can't be sucked under when God's taking you over. I mean, go, go ahead and try you can't lose. You can't lose. Say this with me. You can't lose with the stuff I use. Let's say it together. You can't lose with the stuff I use. Well, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, be envied is the man who walks not in the council of the ungodly. Oh, my God, I mess it up. <laughs> How about we cut this part off and go to verse 2? Let's just see what we got to do. Go to verse 2. His delight and desire is in the law of the Lord. Blessed is the man whose delight and desire is in the law of the Lord. Get hungry for that word. Stop talking what you think and start listening what he said. Guys, I'm preaching really good right now. I mean, really good. Life-changing stuff. Nudge your neighbor and say, I'm glad you're here. You really need this. Tell them. Good Lord. If his delight and desire is in the law of the Lord, on his law, the precepts, instructions, the teachings of God, he habitually meditates, studies it day and night. Now he's getting in the word. Why? Because it has the power to change the way he thinks, feels, and makes his choices. He realizes that if he could just stop his mouth long enough, his brain would turn on. Right? If I could just silence myself, my spirit could be educated. Oh, hear me. Somebody write that down. I like that one. If you could just silence yourself, your spirit would get smart. He's in the Word day and night. Why? It's changing him. It's changing him. Changing him. Everything about him is being changed. Hello? Look at verse 3. He's like a tree planted firmly and tended by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in season. His leaf does not fade or wither, and everything he does, everything he does, comes to maturity. Ev Do you know the meaning of the word everything, right? Everything. Everything he does. Well, what does he do? Well, according to James, he does the word. So everything he does, every time he takes the word, every time he lets the word direct his steps, oh, guys, you cannot lose with the stuff I use. This is you. Write that on the mirror at home backwards or something. Do, so, do something to get it burning to your brain. I'm not going to, I, I can't be defeated. No weapon formed against me has a chance to prosper. It's unfair the advantage God's given me. What are you on crack? No, just on the edge. <laughs> Psalms 115, check it out. Oh, Israel, trust in the Lord. 
He is their help, their shield. Well, good for Israel. Oh, house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Oh, that's good for Aaron. Ye that fear the Lord, do you fit in here anywhere? Trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. Where are you going to find help? Who are you hoping shows up? I hope the president can change some things. He can't. You know, all those promises that they make, they can't do nothing about that stuff. It just sounds good. It sounds good. They ain't going to roll into town and give everybody a job. The only people who are going to do that are people who go out and create jobs. That ought to be you. You're blessed. Let's keep reading here. Look at verse 12. We'll just read a while. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He's been thinking about you. And I don't care what the devil tells you, he's not ticked off at you. He's been mindful of us. He will bless us. Oh, look. He'll bless the house of Israel. Well, good for Israel. He'll bless the house of Aaron. Oh, great for Aaron. Look at the verse 13. He'll bless those that fear him, both small and great. You, you'll find a place to fit in if you'll just do it. He will bless you. He will position you to win or succeed in every given situation. He will do it. I said, he will do it. Look at your neighbor. He said, tell him, you can't lose with the stuff I use. Look at verse 14. The Lord shall increase you more and more. Oh, guys. I mean, really, what we got to do to get life pumping through your vein? Reach over and resuscitate your neighbor. Do something. Hit him on the chest. Say, clear. <laughs> God's about ready to increase you. Party. <laughs> verse 15. Not only me and my kids, I am blessed of the Lord. The guy who made heaven and earth, he's about ready to position me now. Oh, look at 16. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he given to you. You get a ruling rain right here. 17. The dead praise not the Lord. What are you, dead? The dead praise not, and there you are. Okay, you need some life? Sets you up. <laughs> don't be all silent. God's trying to bless you, but he don't need to bless dead folk. If you ain't got enough life, hear me. If you ain't got enough life to act Pentecostal on a Sunday morning in a Pentecostal church, then you ain't going to need no infusement out there on Thursday afternoon. Hello. The Lord shall bless you. You, now you know that cloak of indifference I've been talking about? 
God going to position you if you fear him. Okay, can he hurry? I'm bored. We're starting to penetrate through that wall of, oh, I forgot I was supposed to be nice. I don't need your vote. But we'll go to a different church. I'll move to a different city. If they go down to silence, don't, don't go down to silence. Don't, don't let your life be silent. You, you want to humiliate hell? Open your mouth and praise God I'm blessed. Oh, did you hear about, you know, did you hear, did you, did you hear what the Dow did? I'm blessed of God. Look at verse 18. We will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Oh, hello, somebody. You can't lose with the stuff I use. You know what's crazy? Some of you guys, before you get to the car, are going to be messed up mentally about something that has got nothing to do with your final outcome. They'd be all attacked and all worried and fretting and fearful. You need to wrap your mind around God's word. You need to stop listening to other voices and listen to what God has to say. He will bless you and your children. He will cause you to increase more and more. He is on your side. He's trying to bless you, not trying to harm you. He's got a plan for a future. He don't even care about the past. He, he, he's, just, he's just trying to lift you up and encourage you and get you to just, to, to, you know, just, you know what would happen if you took 30 days and did what God's word said? Thirty days, and just did what God said. Well, I, I've been battling this addiction for. Just keep smoking. Shoot, I'll light you up. Get, go, go, take a big old drag off there, and then do what God said to do. You, you, Thirty days from now, you'll have enough victory, overcoming power to deal with any Goliath in your life. But just, just right now, just do what He said to do. Just do it. Well, I, I don't know what he said. Next week, we're going to be slapping people. <laughs> Get in that book. Study the Word of God. There are some things you already know. Walk in forgiveness. Love your neighbor. Give your mom a break. Oh. Well, she's made big mistakes, and she, she was mean to me, and she said, that you are 72 years old. Get over it. <laughs> Man, let, 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 let's not be T-shirt owners. Let's be doers of the Word of God. You cannot lose with the stuff I use. Amen? Come on, stand up with me. Say it with me together. Say, you cannot lose with the stuff I use. Say it again. You cannot lose with the stuff I use. Come on, let's give him praise. Yeah. 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 Yeah.